with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. And now, here's the country doctor with a city education, Dr. Mike. My guest is Deborah Heiss. She's the co-founder and editorial director of Live Happy LLC. It has a website, livehappy.com. There's a magazine, Live Happy. Um, she's been doing this kind of stuff for a long, long time. She's obviously a very successful businesswoman. Uh, she's been growing successful startups in the publishing industry for a long time, and she's has 20-plus years of management experience in a variety of fast-moving organizations. Deborah, welcome to Healthy Talk. Thank you. Glad to be here. I need to find... Oh, thank you for coming. I'm, this is a great. I need to find my happy place. Here, you know, here's my problem, Deborah. And and, and and on one end, it's a good thing, but of course, I take it to the extreme, and it becomes a bad thing. I'm a thinker. Like I can't. I just. I'm always thinking about something. Always analyze. I'm very linear in that that kind of way. That's you know why I make a decent doctor. You know, I I, I I'm pretty good at analyzing that kind of stuff. The problem is, it's it just never shuts off, and and that can drive you crazy. Trust me. And so it finding a happy place would be really good for me. And I, I do think I have them, I, but I don't know how to tap into that. So first of all, what what does it mean to have a happy place? Well, a happy place is somewhere you can go when you need a mood boost or when you need to recharge, um, get some time to collect your thoughts, which may not be your issue. You may be trying to get away from your thoughts, um, <laughs> in your case. <laughs> um, give you a fresh perspective exactly. or... Or, or, you know, really just give you that sense of, of hey, I, this is where I belong, and I'm, I'm at peace here. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about a happy happy place. Well, okay, so how do people – so obviously there are some people that are really good at this, right? They can get into that almost like meditative, prayerful, mo, whatever words you want to use, and they, they can get into that place. So I mean, how do they do that? I mean, is this something you got to work at? What, what do I need to do? I, I want to point out is your happy place doesn't have to be prayerful and, and meditative. It doesn't have to be that beautiful, scenic, cottage-by-the-sea kind of place. For some people, their happy places are in crowds, um, particularly people who are extroverts. Their happy places are crowded. They may be by themselves, but they like to be around people. Um, a good example is, uh, you know, in, in our July-August issue of Live Happy, we have an article called Joyful Havens, and someone in there, her happy place is the New York subway. Um, and it's because she's a musician, and she likes the sounds and the echoes in the subway, but that's certainly sounds not a um, medit- yeah. meditative experience for her. Yeah, um, yeah. It, some, somebody else at a dog park, um, because it reminds them of childhood and children playing on the playground and their experience of childhood. And, you know, seeing the dogs run around and play brings them joy. Um, for others, for people more like me, I'm an introvert. Um, it really is the, where do I get away, where do I get away from it all? For me, it's pretty much yeah. anywhere that I'm outside with disconnected from electronics and uh, free of interruptions for at least 20 minutes. When you have three kids, uh, 20 minutes interruption free is, is, is a joy and a happy place. Um, but so how do, really how do you ha- find, how do you find yours, Deborah though? I mean, so you're, so you like, you, you, you so you're look, you're thinking in your mind about, you know, uh, like maybe it's a beach or whatever. How do you get there uh, mentally speaking? Like when you're in the middle of your crazy work day? Well, first of all, Recall places where you've appreciated the sounds or the images or the smells, you know, that um, physical environment that, uh, that brought you joy or that you found peace. Um, some people, it might be sounds of birds chirping or, or, or a river or music or people, you know, people's voices. 
Um, but choose, but think of those things, and then choose a place, a, a physical place where you can experience those things that bring you joy. So if it's for me, if if it's um, being uh, near water and outside, um, it's okay. Where is that place near my house? I happen to have a pond near my house. I can walk down to and basically sit, feed the ducks, or uh, pass on my morning jog, and that that pond brings me joy if I spend time there. So finding a place where you that brings you the things that bring you joy, that has those built into the environment is what you're looking for. But it might also be some place that you have uh, that brings a sense of joy or an emotional boost to you. Like, for example, we have a gentleman in the, in, in the uh, magazine who's his happy place is airports. And I travel a lot, and I think, my God, a happy place, airport. I mean, who who gets who's happy in an airport, right? <laughs> But to each their own, he, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, for him, um, it's because he likes to travel so much that being in an airport yeah. uh, brings him peace because he's experiencing the memories of his trips or the anticipation of his next trip. He just loves being arriving at airports because they so, are, are you know bring something to his life. Yeah. So, Deborah, when you let's go, let's use your pond as an example. So, so you you have this pond. You can actually physically go there. Um, when you're there, you're engaging all your senses, you're hearing things, seeing things, smelling things, touching things. I mean, you're really engaged there. You're in the moment, right? And then and then that's what allows you to you, – so you take all of that, those senses you engaged, and then you're able to go visit it maybe even mentally sometime when you're, when you're not there. You're at your work. You're you know, maybe in a stressful situation. You're able to, to, to bring up that happy place because you've engaged all the senses when you were there. Is that kind of how it works? It is. It is. Um, you know, just the recall, um, you know, for those people who do practice meditation, the, the recall of senses um, imprints memories. So, and, it, and it, you, can, you can remember the way, have you ever walked into a restaurant and you smell something? You're like, oh, my God, that's my mother's kitchen growing up because it just smells right, that right. way. Um, and that brings you a, the, an emotional connection to a moment. Well, if you can recall those um, senses to a point that you can find that emotional peace in your hectic day, that's a very good use of your happy place. But I don't want to discourage the idea of finding a happy place that you actually physically visit. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, I, mean, I think when, when, when I hear happy place, I'm to me, I interpret that as... A mental thing, you know, but what, what you're saying is, and that might be true, but it should be based on something that's actually true. Like if I try to envision myself on some, you know, beach and I, I try to envision myself, swear, you know, whatever it is, it's a lot easier if I've actually been there. Exactly. Exactly. You, right. you have that anchor of a physical memory to take you there as opposed to just having a, um, you know, an, an idea from a travel ad that you saw on, saw on television. You know, we've all seen the, the ads with people sitting on a beach. Well, that's not the same thing as, as having sat on the beach. You don't right, get the right. same sensory, <laughs> sensory right. impression. And, and something I, I do now, okay, so here's my analytical side, the doctor side, you know, the serious Dr. Smith side. <laughs> uh, my listeners know I don't have a serious side. But, um, okay, so uh, the senses, right? It's important to gauge all of them. Um, a lot of scientists will tell you, and I can even probably find two or three studies, that the sense of smell is really one of the most powerful ways to ground you in the moment and to pull back that memory later. What's your experience with the sense of smell and with happy places? Um, you know, 
the research you've research you've just cited is absolutely correct. Senses of smell are uh, they they, rec- they you know that's why I chose as an example when I was talking about you know you walk into a restaurant it reminds you of home um, with the right smell. They are very distinctive and they dr- bring up those memories. Um, unfortunately, they're difficult to recreate in the office. You can't just say oh you know what I'm going to smell the beach. <laughs> but uh, them like visualizing or having pictures of your happy place um, on your desk. If that's a place that made you really happy and you look at it, um, you're going to have a recall of those memories uh, and and find your momentary peace hopefully a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, picture yeah. your last so, vacation or of your children Deborah, or whatever tell it us, is. Tell us about LiveHappy.com and the Live Happy magazine. Well, Live Happy Magazine is a uh, and and website. We are designed to uh, quote unquote make the world a happier place. Our goal is to share happiness and the tools for people improving their own personal well being, and give people the tools that they can actually live a better quality of life uh, by coming to our website. So I I hope that everybody goes and checks out um, LiveHappy.com. But we've got a variety of information there: blogs, podcasts, um, uh, everything great. that you can. Deborah, we'll, ha- we'll have to leave it there. Uh, I'll tell you again, listeners, livehappy.com. Go check it out. Deborah, thanks for coming on. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay with me.